Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ben and Ashley I, Almost Famous, In-Depth. Hey everyone, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Today is the day that we've all been waiting for for weeks. Gabby L. Nikki is with us and we could not be more thrilled to have this badass woman on the show. Jared was on a plane today and he found a Bachelor fan. He said, Ashley's interviewing Gabby today. And she goes, you tell that girl that she is a badass bitch. And I was like, okay, I'll repeat that because that is how I feel about you, Gabby. Thank you for coming on, for giving us your time. Oh my goodness. I love that. That's so funny. And thank you so much for having me. I'm excited of to be course. here. Of course. For me, you were my favorite 
and I don't, you know, I don't know everybody in the cast. So like no <laughs> offense to everybody else, but you were my favorite watching on TV this season because one, you were like the relatable girl, right? Because you were always so open about the situations that you were nervous in, whether it was his final pick or the fact that you're just a little awkward around guys that you like at the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. I mean, I am, and I am not afraid to show that. I mean, it's just who, who I am. But that's what was so great. You're not yeah. scared to say it. You're like, I'm not the cool girl. I'm not going to try to be the cool girl. You're like, you really own and embrace your insecurities, um, your uncertainties and your nerves. And I love that about you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so because you are one of the most rootable characters, like everybody was just feeling so much at the end of the show because you were the main character the last few weeks. And I hate that you have to relive this over and over again, but we have to talk about Fantasy Suites week. Did you know that you were your placement in that week? Did you know that your date was second? I I did um, because I did the math. Uh, because you did the math, not because you girls knew. How did you do the math? Um, well, I knew when I arrived there, usually you have like a day to rest from travel day. And then you know that the next day is going to be, you know, that day. They get home from the, the morning, they rest, then they do the next date. So mm-hmm. I had done the math in my head of like, okay, well, you've been in Thailand for three days now and you are not on a date girl. Um, so <laughs> I had done the math there. Okay. So during the portion of your, your one-on-one with Zach during that week, he sits you down and says, you know, Hey, I uh, don't want to have sex with anyone this week. And you said, I didn't expect to get engaged to someone that I've never had sex with, which is totally normal and understandable. And I'm curious to know whether this conversation continued between the two of you in the fantasy suite because it did seem like such a executive one-sided decision from him on TV. Yeah, I think, you know, that conversation, the part that was shown, and obviously, you know, there is a narrative and there is, you know, there has to be context to to what is shown and what happens, but there was so much more to our conversation and I'm a big advocate of therapy and mental health and mental wellness. Mm-hmm. And so much of Zach and I's conversation actually revolved around like my, my journey of healing, my, like my therapy journey. Um, there was just so much more that, that we both related on and like such an intimate level of emotional intimacy. And we felt very connected or at least I, I still felt that way. Like, even though it wasn't me, I do think that we felt very connected at that time. And, um, you know, it's okay that that wasn't shown, but I do think there was so much more to that conversation that I think it's unfortunate that people maybe didn't get to see how connected we were at that time. And so, you know, if I'm thinking something, if I'm feeling something, I say it and everyone saw that throughout the season. Um, and, you know, I did say that to Zach of like, no, I, I didn't think this. Um, I, and I, I don't know if he, this. I didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that he expected it either. Um, to be completely honest with you, I think he was trying to do the right thing to the best that he could. And I think he was trying to follow, um, you know, what, what felt right and what 
he thought was going to make the most sense to not hurt anyone. And unfortunately, you know, like relationships are messy and relationships don't always like work the way that you think they're going to. And you can't set a plan because nothing goes to plan. Um, so, you know, that, that conversation, it was such a small portion of that. And, um, you know, it's just, it's kind of unfortunate. So, so are you saying that like when the cameras are rolling before you went to the fantasy suite, you guys did have a longer conversation about all that where you maybe saw a little bit more eye to eye? No, I don't. It wasn't even a longer conversation about it because it was such a, such a small conversation Uh there, like where it was just like, this is, this is my thoughts on the week. This is the statement that I'm making. I responded to that. And Mm -hmm. you know, that was that you were like on to bigger things. Yes. Like more, more important, you know, what we're talking about, um, which that is an important conversation, but you know, it was just a small portion of our conversation. Gotcha. All right. So something that was just mind blowing to me or, or puzzling, it was all very mysterious. And I think after the day of the reunion, we were all like, wait, what does she mean by that? What does she mean by that? When you were on the, after the final rose stage, you said, I didn't know that you told everyone about what happened in the fantasy suite until I was watching it on TV. And I want to know what exactly you meant by that, because we do know that you told Katie while standing up there at the final three row ceremony that you felt like you were wearing a scarlet letter. So you had to have known that she knew you got to explain the whole situation and what we're missing. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me and, you know, in that moment, I felt very isolated and I felt like, oh my God, everyone's looking at me. Everyone knows, you know, but I don't know what happened, you know, with the, I didn't get the details of other, what yeah. happened after my fantasy suite yeah, date. Like, what happened to her fantasy suite? <laughs> that was never a topic of conversation. And like, I don't, I don't care to know. But um, for me, what I meant by that was I did not know when he came into my room and he spoke to me, he said, I don't want you to feel like you're keeping this, keeping a secret. And I don't want to start a relationship off with secrets. And You know, it was not like, hey, I'm going to go tell everyone that me and you were physically intimate and I'm going to use your name in every single one of my interviews. I'm going to tell Jesse. I'm going to tell all my interviews, which I'm telling the world. I'm going to paint the picture of it was me and you and we were the ones that were physically intimate. I had I didn't know the level of like like privacy that was going to be violated until Mm -hmm. watching it back of like. Like, did I know that it was probably going to be aired out that it was me? Yes. But did I think that Zach was going to go and tell everyone and use my name and leave nothing for interpretation? No, I did not think he was going to do that. And watching it back was the first time that I like actually like found out that he had done that, which to me was very violating and it hurt more than like, honestly even going through it because I was like oh my god like I'm seeing this and it's like so like I don't know I just felt so overwhelmed by like the the lack of privacy that I had yeah what keeps baby skin healthy 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When I was watching that, I was thinking, 
it was awkward for me having to have my virginity all over the place when the show was airing. It was nothing that I'd ever like talked to my dad about. Do you know what I mean? It was actually odder and more awkward for me to have my dad watch that stuff. Like one of the most close people to me in my life than have the whole country watch it. So how did you deal with your family going through that with you and them having to, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, when you hear like, I had sex with her in the fantasy suite, you like have you like come up with like a visual in your head. And that's what I feel like you feel so violated for, because there's, there's a difference between what happens in the fantasy suite being alluded to assumed and versus like it actually being blatantly said. So yeah. just like, How did that feel with those closest to you on like a smaller scale? Because I feel like that's like the where it gets even weirder. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was tough. I actually like made my sister like break the news to my mom before I did. Um, Because it was something I was like fearing, like, you know, how, how it was all going to play out? How, like, because I knew it wasn't me. And I was like, how is this all going to like air? Like I, I mean, I thought it was going to be me. Like I thought we were in love. And so, you know, the fact that it wasn't me and then this happened and, um, you know, I was uncomfortable. I was, you know, I was worried like my parents would feel like they were being judged and like, why? Like for what? Like there's no reason for that. Mm -hmm. But um, they were super supportive of me. I think, you know, the hardest part for me was how, it all played out of like how like everyone got to know me throughout the season. And like, I am like a very fun, lighthearted, awkward person. And like, I'm not a seductress. I'm not <laughs> like this, like you heard the like Arabian music and like, oh, Zach says this, no, no, no. That's n- <laughs> I like, thankfully, like my family knows who I am, mm-hmm. but I felt bad because I felt like maybe like the people who my family like you know their friends and my other family members and like everyone like they know who I am but like you know no one knows like I totally know what you're trying to say yeah what who is this like (laughs) and like anyone who knows me is like Gabby's awkward like she's not a seductress but that's why we love you that's why you're so endearing thank you (laughs) yeah no but even me watching it back I was like what? <laughs> well, you're sexier than you give yourself credit for, but I totally understand not feeling like a seductress. Okay, so you just said that you felt like it was you. That in that moment in the fantasy suite, you thought it was you, which I'd understand why. When did you start getting the gut feeling that it wasn't you? I know in my head there were two moments for you. One, there would be the one where you find out that he told Katie and then like Katie was there and the whole like feeling like this girl, you know, and then the fact that he wasn't looking at you. The eye contact thing yeah. was major because we knew as an audience that when Zach wasn't looking somebody in the eyes, it was bad news. So you were very much aware of that. And then the other yeah. moment, if I'm going to talk for you right now, was when you were on the beach and he was like, there, I'm still not sure what I'm going to do. So I'm sure that you were feeling great after Fantasy Suites and then you're like, doubt, doubt, doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, honestly, like there were so many moments that Zach and I had throughout the season um, 
where it felt like it was just me and him. And we had a lot of things in common that I think a lot of people didn't get to see. And people are like, what is, what's Gabby still doing here? And But not mustard on waffles. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. Um, but no, we, we did have so much in common. And um, we had so many good moments where it felt like it was just us. And I didn't really have a doubt in my mind. And like you hear that, you hear Zach say that at some point, like you've not doubted like our relationship this whole time you've had so much confidence in us and I truly did and I and I saw like because of how similar like our own healing journeys were and how like we related on those things and like the things that really matter of like having a life with someone of like how will we get through things that are hard are you going to pick me up when I'm down like are we going to enjoy the good times together are we going to get through the bad times together like there's so much I felt like we could have been like had a really successful life together Mm -hmm. and like a very happy life together. And I think he felt the same way. And so, um, you know, I, I think I, I felt very comfortable to let my guard down to like, to be emotional in front of him, to share those sides of me, to share my insecurities. And he did the same to me. And um, so I think as soon as it there was just like this feeling like I can't say like it was one one necessarily thing that he did but I mean the eye contact that rose ceremony obviously those were things but I just could feel like his energy like it it shifted and I could tell that it was not me at that last date it was not after I after I met his family like we were in a really good spot like honestly I still was feeling really excited i I was like, well, you know, he's trying to do the right thing. He's trying to be honest. Like I can look past this. Like, you know, I want somebody who's honest in life. I want somebody who, you know, you know, follows their, their gut and their heart and like all these things. So I was like, I'll look past this, but in that moment, and then at that last chance date on the beach, I could just tell that his energy was like different and something was off. And some of that could have been me it might not have just been him. Like I could have, I also, you know, you spend so much time like just by yourself thinking. Mm-hmm. And I think also I was, you know, time gives you more perspective. Right. And so I think I was also having the time to think about, okay, like, why did he break your trust? Like, why would he, why would you guys say that it was going to be between you? And now it's, you know, he, he, Katie knows like the, like other people know, like, um, obviously at that time I didn't know, but you know, how, how many people knew, but, um, it's, it was just like, I think I was thinking through it more and then I could feel his energy was different. And I said that that day, like I, I almost sent myself home that day. Um, and I, I ended up staying and I, I had a conversation that like, was like, how, how would you feel? you know, if you were on the other side of this and I, I never wanted to do that to Katie. I never wanted to put her through like feeling like she was the chosen one because Uh. out of pity, she was always the choice. She was Zach's choice, but I never wanted her to feel like it was just because it was her by default because I left. Um, but I knew on that last date on the beach. Hmm. So that's just really kind of you. You basically 
took the courage to just walk up to that podium so that she would not feel chosen by default, even though that wasn't her situation. That wasn't the situation at all. Yeah. I mean, there's still a level of hope you have, right? Like it wasn't like I was like, Oh, well, I'm just going to stay here and humiliate myself. And, you know, I, I had a little bit of hope, like, you know, you always, you always think in your head, like, well, what if it is me? What if I'm being crazy? Like, what if I'm, you know, what if I'm so in my head and like, I'm just reading this completely wrong. So there was a level of hope that I had mm-hmm. felt, but at the end of the day, ultimately I, I really thought about going home and, you know, the putting myself in Katie's shoes of, if I was on the other side of this, how I would feel was ultimately what made me stay. Um, because I knew, like, I knew after that last day, you guys saw me say it, like, it's not me. And you guys saw me get out of the car that day and step in the mud and say, you guys clean this up before Katie gets here. Like, don't do this to her. It was like oddly beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Mm -hmm, Yeah. (laughs) But I, but I knew that it wasn't me. Another reason to love you even more, really. What keeps baby skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So when you're on Caitlin's podcast, Grape Therapy, um, you know, off the vine, grape therapy. You talked a lot about therapy and about your healing journey and about ADHD. How do you feel like therapy and you working through heartbreak of your past before going on The Bachelor played a role in your behavior and your actions? Did you maybe think more and you weren't so rational? And then I want to know how do you feel like ADD played a choice in your, in your, had a, had a role in your choices? Because I yeah. know that, that, ADHD can really change the way somebody makes choices in life. Yeah. I think for me, like my ADHD in an environment like that was heightened. Um, you have so much stimulation going on. There's so much around you. It is overwhelming. Um, you aren't getting like for me, like I'm used to exercising every day. I am used to sleeping, you know, at a regular schedule there's a lot of things that I do to help regulate some of those symptoms of it that I feel. Um, and, and, you know, I didn't have that necessarily that, that same routine. Like I had, you know, I did the best that I could with the environment that I was in. And, um, and so I normally on a daily basis, like I, I probably can, can handle those emotions that I feel a little better. Um, you know, if I'm feeling super, upset about something, I know I need to go on a walk or go exercise or do something that'll like, kind of get my mind off of it. Um, but I feel emotions. And this is a common thing for ADHD for women, um, like feeling emotions very intensely, very strong and very quickly, mm -hmm. and having a hard time regulating those emotions. And so for me, you know, as it got more and more intense and more and more stimulating, um, you see that come out more and more it's also more time away from my therapist and more time away from like my normal life um and so for me honestly therapy taught me a lot of good tools going into the the show um you know about you know like just taking a deep breath when i need to like trying to find things that will um like separate me a little bit or thinking about conversations of like you know, she taught me stuff like, do you need to say something right now? Like, mm -hmm. does this need to be said? Does it need to be said right now? Does it need to be said by you? Um, and, you know, when you have all of these emotions around you, that was a tool that she had taught me, um, you know, with some of the um, impulsivity that I feel sometimes mm -hmm. um, that I really 
did feel like I used in the show because I would just kind of think that to myself of, okay, do you need to say this right now? Um, and then outside of that, like, I think the healing that I had done, you're not like suddenly healed. Like it, in a lot of people, like I've had so much support, but I, a lot of people are like, she's unhinged. She's not mentally stable. And like all these things. And this is how I imagine they speak. I don't know actually yeah. how they sound, but that's how I imagine they speak. Um, but you know, it's a healing journey. It's not suddenly you're healed and you're fixed and all of a sudden you're perfect. Um, it's a journey. And like, I have insecurities, I have deep insecurities and, you know, I'm still working on figuring out how to cope with those, but I don't think they're ever going to go away. I don't think people's insecurities ever go away. You might just get better at hiding them. Um, and I'm never going to hide how I feel. And that's something I, you know, I'd get upset in, in private and maybe people wouldn't see it so publicly, but you know, my therapist also taught me like, it's okay to not be okay. Like you don't have to always be okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm glad people got to see my emotional side because that's how I was feeling and it was intense and it was emotional. And so I think, you know, as I continue to heal, like I'll continue to learn things about me that are not, you know, that are perfectly imperfect and that still need work. And it's just like an evolving thing. And so I don't know. Therapy is great. It's taught me a lot. And honestly, this show is kind of like therapy. So yeah, through this bachelor journey, I've learned that a lot of the people that say, oh, she's unhinged because we're all vocal and open about our emotions are usually the they really have got to um, either have a reality check and realize that they probably act the same way in their house or they need to go to therapy and like and yeah. live life a little bit more you intensely. You need to like uncover that a little <laughs> exactly. bit. I think you have feelings you need to release. Yes, yes. All right. So I just want to end this by saying that like Ben Higgins definitely should have been here for you as our my permanent co-host but like for you he really <laughs> needed to be here because he wrote a whole book about being unlovable and that is an insecurity that you suffer suffer with and you really really shouldn't because you are so lovable and i just wanted to say like when you were in the back of that suv and you were like nobody's ever gonna love me like there's something wrong with me i'm unlovable i'm like you know gabby that you are just you just haven't found that guy yet and that guy when you find him is going to love the shit out of you someday someday, someday. he'll come along someday coming. but thank right. you of course i appreciate that of course. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Wish we had more time with you. Um, yeah. Maybe we will see you soon um, on our TVs yeah, or here so. on Zoom. All right. Yeah. Thank Bye. you so much for having me. Thank you so much. You. So good meeting you. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. 
Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. Was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.